Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, tomorrow is Super Bowl Day, as you know. We've been waiting two weeks for this. Uh, longer, actually, but specifically two weeks. We're going to be, uh, you'll be hearing Warren Moon tomorrow. I interviewed uh, the former quarterback on Thursday, more than 70,000 yards total passing in the CFL and the NFL combined. Uh, inducted into two halls of fame, the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, also the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Just a tremendous athlete and a real gentleman and a great broadcaster. He received his Super Bowl ring from the Seattle Seahawks in 2014 as a broadcaster. I wonder if my guest knows this. Brian Blessing is an odds consultant at bookmaker.eu. And we talked to Brian about these events. Did you know that, Brian? Oh, I, I, I'm just a, you're a fan of information, Roy. Yeah, amazing, aren't I? Nice. Well done. Well thank, played. Thank you. Hey, good to talk to you again. And when we look at the uh, the game tomorrow, uh, is it still the Chiefs by one or two? What's the, what's the, what's the line now? Uh, the Chiefs are one and a half, and the total on the game is 54. And earlier in the week, it was 55, and basically what happens, I, the closer you get to the game, uh, I, the bigger bet starts to come in. Uh, I think the prof- professional money, Roy, is going to drive this game towards the under. I think at some point tonight, maybe even tomorrow during the day, 53-and-a-half might pop up. Uh, but 54 is probably going to be the closing total. But the Chiefs are a one-and-a-half point favorite. All right. So for the people who you just sounded like you were speaking in code, what does that all mean? You know, somebody's got a few bucks they want to perhaps wager on the game, but they have no idea what the over-under means, what 53-and-a-half means, what, uh, what, what, what you just told us means. Would you just go through it quickly for us? Yeah, the total is the total points for both teams scored, and the Chiefs are one-and-a-half point favorites. So if you bet the Chiefs, they have to win by two. If you bet the Niners, they have to lose uh, by no more than one, and you'd win. So uh, you're a consultant in establishing uh, odds. What do you do? How do you decide? How do you arrive at the numbers you arrive at? That that can't be something that you just do overnight. Oh, no. I mean, every team in every sport um, has a power rating, and you have a starting point. Then you factor in normally home field advantage, but this will be on a neutral field, so you wouldn't take that into account. You have to take weather into account. The weather's supposed to be good in Miami, but the last couple of games uh, that have been played there, it's actually rained, and more so in the summer. Uh, about 4.35 in the afternoon down in Miami, they get a 15-minute shower, which is not a shower. It's like the sky opens up. So even though it's supposed to be a nice day, that doesn't mean there couldn't be a big pop-up 15-minute monsoon while the players are on the field warming up. Uh, so you got to take weather into account, injuries, uh, and then – after it's all said and done, you say, okay, there's the number. Then you've got to, as a bookmaker, uh, the bottom line is you're trying to generate equal action. You're trying to get both sides. You're trying to get action on the Chiefs, action on the Niners, and you want it to be leveled off on both sides, and you want half the betting market to bet the over, and you want half the betting market to bet the under. All the odds makers are trying to do is generate two-way action. Uh, how much money is going to be bet on that game tomorrow, Brian? I, I, I see, uh, I read somewhere 
that the uh, above-the-counter betting is going to be around $6 billion. Uh, but but the uh, the illegal betting, um, numbers are circulating, big guesses, uh, hugely more than that. Is that correct? Well, everybody's always bet on the game, <laughs> uh, Roy. The bottom line is uh, you know, Nevada was the state. Uh, that basically everybody went to Vegas made their bets, but everybody was still finding a way to get bets in. They could bet offshore. Now in the United States, a number of states, uh, sports wagering is now legal. Then you bring phone apps into the equation where people have the literally the sports book in their hand with yeah. their phone. Yeah. They don't even have to get out of their seat and let their beer get warm and go stand in line. Uh, you know, the, the money that's going to be wagered on the game is astronomical. And the props are ridiculous. There are over 450 props on the game itself. Well, share some of that's half the total. That's half the amount of the money that's going to be wagered on the game. Is that right? Are the props? No kidding. Share a couple of the prop bets with us. What's what's going to happen? What what are some of the prop bets? Well, the, the real simplistic ones are the ones. No matter who the teams are, you know, big plus price like five to one. Will there be overtime? Will there be a safety? Uh, will the game will the game go to overtime? Everybody always tries to bet that. Will there be a two point conversion? Total yardage of penalties. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Uh, you'll have projected yards three hundred five and a half for Patrick Mahomes passing. Patrick Mahomes rushing yards thirty and a half. His longest rush eleven and a half. His first rush four and a half. So every player has almost a whole sheet devoted to the player on things he's going to do in the game that you can bet on. Yeah, I was reading one uh, that uh, Damian Williams, the running back for the Chiefs, is going to have less than 53.5 yards rushing, and mm-hmm. uh, some guy bet $267,600 on that, and he stands to win 224600 I don't know if that's, I mean, is that is that a good number? I'd be looking to win more than that. Well, basically, the numbers you just shared says that Williams is is you're paying it under a dollar thirty. Uh, the, the betting market is saying that he's going to go under that projected total. That's why he's going to win less than he bet. Um, so, you know, it, it all depends where the money comes in because just like the game and the total can move, if if all the money comes in on Williams to go under. Not only will could his yardage come down, uh, but if the yardage stays the same, they would make it under minus a dollar thirty. So you'd have to bet one hundred and thirty dollars to win a hundred, as opposed to betting a hundred to win a hundred. I got you. Um, so for the first time since two thousand and fifteen, the New England Patriots are not in the Super Bowl. Thankfully. Thankfully. Does that affect anything? Are more people uh, excited? More people inclined to? Wager a few bucks because Brady and Belichick are not in town, or at least not playing? I think the short answer is absolutely yes, and that's no knock on any Patriots fan that's out there listening. They deserve admiration, credit, whatever. Uh, But I think there was a healthy dose of Patriots fatigue, and I think you'd be hard-pressed, you know, other than if you're maybe a Rams fan, you hate the Niners. Uh, maybe a Raiders fan hates the Chiefs, but I think globally you'd be hard-pressed to find people say, I hate San Francisco or I hate Kansas City, and the fact that it's a one-and-a-half-point spread, it should be a really good game. I think people are genuinely really excited to see how it unfolds. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I I, I dislike the uh, 
the Niners and uh, Brian, because I remember a certain Joe Montana passed to a certain um, tight end. Who, what was his name? Dwight Clark. Well, he's a wide receiver, so you're tell you okay. Now I remember yeah, that. You're a Cowboys fan, huh? Absolutely a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I know many of them. I'll never forget that. It was just heartbreak. But not as bad as well. the Buffalo Bills fans went through four straight Super Bowl appearances and over four. I mean, they got there. Nobody, people seem to tend to forget that. But look, there's a well, societal. I'm sorry, go ahead. Unbeknownst to you, uh, I gravitated to this uh, after many years of being in Buffalo as a sportscaster and was at all those Super Bowls. I was the first guy to interview Scott Norwood. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, was in the end, I was in the end zone on the, in the sombrero. Oh, jeez. You know what? I you know for many years I, I worked worked in Hamilton. I still do. I'm at C, this program originates in 900 CHML in Hamilton, so right across the uh, the lake from uh, from Buffalo. I remember you. I used to say Brian Blessing. When well, you do sports on on and, and yeah. broadcasting in Buffalo, so you're the guy. One and the same. Yeah. No kidding. In fact, I I sat on my patio. I sat on my patio today. And I was like watching paint dry, but I watched the Sabres beat the Blue Jackets two-one today. It's not, you can't. It's hard to get rid of Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll let you say that. I, I love Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a great... I, I love everything about the food is the best. Nothing like Buffalo wings, Brian. Great talking to you as always. Thank you so much, Roy. It's always a pleasure. Enjoy the big game. Yes, sir. I will. Brian Blessing. I, I, I the name connected, and I thought he used to do sports in Buffalo, and now we know for sure. Um, yeah, uh, bookmaker.eu. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.